0: Hey gang, this is Trent Schatteker, chiropractor and advocate for chiropractors who locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the better expression of the body's innate intelligence. Welcome to today's tick. For each week we study a chiropractic principle, question, or chiropractor to help you acquire today's philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic. Thank you for investing your time with us as a student of chiropractic. Now let the class begin. Joseph Strauss states, people seek chiropractic care for the relief of their problems. This is not so bad in an of itself, but the fact that they usually discontinue care after the problem has been relieved or not relieved is an indication that they are not thinking from an above-down, inside-out perspective. In today's tick, we're going to grow in our understanding about a common question I asked about chiropractic. That is, once you go to a chiropractor, do you have to keep going? As you listen, make sure you share us with your friends, classmates, and colleagues and feel free to tag us at Today's Tick and let the class begin. This episode should be a good one as we dive into one of the most common questions and misconceptions, in my opinion, to chiropractic, which is once you start chiropractic, do you have to keep going? Or another way of looking at it is once you start chiropractic, you have to continue to keep going. You see, this question can be answered by saying benefiting from chiropractic care is a choice. It's your choice. You get to make the choice. And it's something that chiropractic is something like anything in life. Um, You get to do it as long as you want to or as long as you choose to do it. We get to make choices all the time on what we want to do consistently or what we want to just try out. For example, do you exercise consistently? Do you do it on a regular basis? Do you just do it at the start of the new year every year and then quit a few weeks in? You see the similarities? Chiropractic care is something you get to choose to do. I believe this question about benefiting from chiropractic care um, consistently after you start it arises from those who have never even tried chiropractic care yet or They've got a perspective on the benefits of chiropractic care based on whether or not their health problem or their health condition uh, was relieved or it wasn't relieved, just like Joe Strauss stated in the beginning of this episode. Think about it. Most people that justify not exercising consistently are the ones that say it's too much work and costs too much and they don't have the time for it. Or they didn't see the changes they wanted to see within the time frame of their invested effort. Let's do a quick review on chiropractic and subluxation and the reason why people can choose to continue to see their chiropractor on a regular, consistent basis. All right. People start chiropractic for many different reasons. But most, if not all, chiropractors have a similar objective to helping people function with a higher quality of well-being through the correction and or adjustment of stress within the spine called vertebral subluxation. So here's an overview of subluxation for those that need a little refresher. Vertebral subluxation is a chiropractic term. It's a condition that we have defined within our profession as a vertebrae that has lost its proper juxtaposition. It's out of alignment with the one above or the one below Uh, to an extent that's less than a luxation. So it's not a complete separation of your joint. It's a joint that's not functioning in proper alignment, but it also occludes an opening or impinges nerves or interferes with a nerve transmission of mental impulses. Now, that definition of subluxation was uh, started by R.W. Stevenson over a 100 years ago. There's several Updated definition since then, but that one makes the most logical sense for me to use and explain what exactly chiropractors are trying to um, accomplish with their chiropractic care uh, when you choose to continue to benefit after you start. So, due to the ability of the vertebrae in your spine, spine to move. Uh, there's that opportunity of a loss of juxtaposition or misalignment that can occur within the spine due to the inability to adapt to stress on the body. Uh, so what I tell my clients in my practice is, uh, if you look at your spine kind of like a circuit breaker, if you plug too many outlets into, let's just say, uh, your kitchen um, outlet and you got the uh, You've got the microwave, you've got the toaster, and then you just added a blender to it, and it is too much stress on that outlet, so the circuit breaker down in the basement therefore uh, gets overloaded. It. Misaligns the breaker, misaligns to protect uh, any further damage. Well, our vertebrae is similar in that scenario where if there's too much stress, uh, it can buckle or it can shift and it can get stuck there. And what we say in chiropractic care is structure equals function. And when a loss of juxtaposition has occurred, and it does occur in the spine. Uh, in the relationship to a bone above or a bone below. And then there's an occlusion or narrowing of the neurological foramina, which is more or less just a hole. So the nerves are inside the bones. And when one of those bones shift and it therefore alters the size of the hole, that loss of juxtaposition and occlusion of that neurological foramina, can, without doubt, create impingement or interference on the neurological tissue that is contained within the bone. And so you can all do me a favor right now. Just make a circle with your uh, first finger, your first digit, and your thumb, and then put your other finger in from your other hand through that hole. And then if you tightened Um, that hole just a little bit with your first finger and your thumb, what you're going to see is you're now impinging that other finger that's in that hole and that is going to create stress on the finger. And that's what can happen within your spine. Those vertebrae can shift and then they can impinge and then they can interfere with the neurological tissue. And for a refresher, a quick physiology refresher, the purpose of neurological function is uh, really a conduction of forces for coordinated action throughout the body. And so what we say in chiropractic is uh, the neurological tissue is a coordinating or master uh, communicator of all parts of your body. So your brain talks to your heart, talks to your lungs, talks to your stomach, and then that communication goes back to your brain so that the brain can uh, decipher the information that's taking place in the body and then send out appropriate information to other parts of the body so that there can be a coordinated state of function or well-being. So when there's a loss of juxtaposition or occlusion of the foramina or hole within any of the spinal Uh, canals and impingement or interference of the neurological tissue interferes with the transmission of that neurological or mental impulse through the nerves, you have just demonstrated a vertebral subluxation. Uh, And vertebral subluxation, folks, is not something you or your family or your children want to live with. Chiropractors are very passionate about educating people on the severity of subluxation because subluxation is an accumulative process that can get uh, worse over time and you don't want your neurological tissue or your spinal tissue getting worse over time because it's a very vital organ to your overall well-being. The unique thing about subluxation is chiropractors are really the only profession trained and specialized in locating, analyzing, and facilitating the correction thereof. Now I say only because there are other professions that indirectly probably accomplish what we do, but we are very uh, specialized in in inducing unique and specific and gentle forces into the spine so that individual subluxation can be corrected. You don't want to break down the door or a locked door, you want to use a key to open that door. And that's what chiropractors do with the, with the, locating, analyzing, and facilitating the correction of vertebral subluxation. So subluxation is a negative stress within your body and the correction of that can influence a positive outcome on your well-being. Canon does uh, instantly. People get up off the chiropractic table and state all the time how much different they feel in a good way. And so my question, to answer the question that we are discussing, which is once you start chiropractic, do you have to continue to go, my question for you is, how do you know if you even have subluxation? If people choose to see a chiropractor for many different reasons, but the chiropractor uh, unanimously has a common uh, objective of correcting subluxation, how do you know whether or not you have subluxation for your chiropractor to continue to help you with. Well, in short, if you have stress in your day-to-day living, you very well could likely have subluxation because subluxation is the outcome of your body's inability to adapt to the day-to-day demands or stress. So just like we talked about with those outlets in your kitchen, there's too much stress there can be a loss of juxtaposition. And so most people believe that they have subluxation when the symptoms or condition in their spine has manifested. Now, that's not far from people in general and society believing that they have something wrong with their health when well-being uh, is lost and symptoms and disease has manifested. And this viewpoint, folks, is... Not that it's it's not incorrect, it's incomplete, So how you feel and how you function is not an incorrect correlation. It's just not necessarily a complete correlation. Human physiology is a magnificent uh masterpiece, if you want to look at it in the form of creation. Uh, but relying solely on symptomology to tell you how well your physiology is working is not 100% valid. And I don't have the reason why it's like that. I have some answers, but that is definitely not one that I have. And so what that means is waiting till your symptoms or disease, or health condition to present and some sort of feeling to tell you you've lost your well-being is no different, gang, than uh, waiting to put gas in your car tank uh, until you're on the side of the road not driving anymore because it's completely empty. I truly believe that when the body is presenting information to you in a form of symptomology or telling you that something is is not good, that means that the tank is empty. And you don't want to drive around with an empty tank. Now, there's nothing wrong with wearing your tank down and putting miles on your vehicle, but you got to realize you got to fill that tank back up. You should always fill the gas tank up before the engine stops working completely. And to drive your body around until uh, you're out of gas, to me, is illogical. It just doesn't make sense. And so, waiting to resume chiropractic care until the symptomology is present again or waiting to start chiropractic care until symptomology is present again is not a complete picture. Utilizing consistent chiropractic adjustments even when you feel good is a proactive choice to determine if there is any dysfunction within the spine that is contributing to more stress and interference to your well-being, and what you're doing is you're taking a proactive approach to saying, Um, I may not be feeling dysfunctional, but there could be dysfunction within my body. That's no different. There's nothing uh, different with that approach than getting your blood pressure checked because you can't tell how well your heart is functioning. You take an objective analysis of your vitals and you realize what your heart rate is, uh, what your diastolic and systolic uh, blood pressure is, and that gives you indication to how well that heart is functioning as a pump. And so people visit chiropractors for many different reasons, and I'm fine with those different reasons bringing people to a chiropractor. But most chiropractors have that objective, similar objective, and my objective is this is to help people function with a higher quality of well-being through the correction of vertebral subluxation due to part of your physiology not working to its potential. And Regardless of uh, the presence or absence of symptoms, um, we take those into consideration when they're there, but when they're not there, we also take that into consideration that that does not indicate a complete overview of how well you're functioning. So Stress can lead to vertebral subluxation and subluxation can lead to more stress on your well-being, and that is the answer to why you can choose to continue chiropractic care uh, after you start and consistent chiropractic adjustments are one way to increase your res- resistance to stress. It's not the only, but it's one powerful and influential way to resist stress from the inside out. And as you increase your resistance to stress, you allow that inborn recuperative power of uh, healing, more health and Uh, well-being to be expressed. And increasing your resistance to stress from the inside out through the correction of vertebral subluxation is a proactive lifestyle uh, that allows you to correct something wrong or not working 100% within your physiology before it gets completely worse or uh, uh, overall affecting your ability to function. And so once you go to the chiropractor, do you have to keep going? That choice is yours, but I hope the information I gave you um, allows you to choose why a consistent lifestyle of regular chiropractic care can reduce not only internal stress, but also your ability to handle and adapt to more stress, uh, to be in a state of proper well-being. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode as I did. Let me know what you Enjoyed about it by tagging us at today's tick on social media. And if this is your first episode, please subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location, analysis, and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. Be a champion and send them this episode. As BJ Palmer said, you never know how far reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. As always, we like to end our episodes with the definition of chiropractic. Chiropractic is a healthcare discipline that recognizes the innate recuperative power of the body to heal itself through identifying and caring for vertebral subluxations due to the relationship between structure and function as coordinated by the neurological system and how that relationship affects the preservation and restoration of well-being. with some chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke or ID in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk.